Now I've been reading a, a bunch of college football previews and they've been giving their, uh, you know, big question marks for each team. And every single question mark I've seen has been about Zay, replacing Zay flowers for Boston college. I don't agree with this. I have three other bigger questions than that on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black, editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. Today, we're going to look at camp coming up in a couple of weeks. We get some burning questions, but to kind of talk about this, I want to get into what we did in our cold open. BC, the biggest question mark I've seen everyone list. I saw David Hale the other day. He do, he's been doing his positional rankings and he had BC's wide receiver position as second to last in the in the conference i've seen other publications and i forget who it was that put how are they going to replace zay flowers as the biggest question mark surrounding this team and i don't agree with this because a to, to hale's point i think bc did a great job of replacing their wide receiver and have a good number one wide receiver and good two three and four with Ryan O'Keefe, Ryan, Ryan O'Keefe had 75 receptions last year. I bet that's more than a lot of other, other programs have. And I think this program has some pretty good depth at wide receiver. So I don't agree with him there. Secondly, as I said, O'Keefe is going to replace Zay too. Like he's not going to be, you don't need when you have a more balanced offense, which is what they're going to probably have. You don't need to have, well, you want to have Zay, but you don't have to have him to run your offense. You have other talented players now. And so I don't think this is my question mark. So three burning questions for me are going to come up on today's show. Let's start off with the first one. And this has been the biggest question mark heading into this season. And that's the offensive line. What kind of improvement are we going to see this season? Because it has to be marked. It has to be big. A, a slight improvement on the offensive line will not be enough. Matt Applebaum has to have this unit playing at a very good level because what we saw last year is unacceptable at any level. And I know there was injuries. They didn't get anyone in the transfer portal last year. There was a whole bunch of reasons, you know, that, that got them where they were. Googs was a bad offensive line coach, all of that, right? Now you have addressed this. You brought in Logan Taylor. You brought in, Kyle Hergel and you get Christian Mahogany back. Now we get to see what an offensive line should look like when you go out there and then you add in Ozzy Trapillo, you add in Drew Kendall who both should take a step forward, especially when they're surrounded with better players. This group should play at a higher level, but how high can they get? Because this team could easily be i mean i know a lot of folks are hoping for seven or eight wins let's just let's just keep it simple floor should be around six right you want to get to a bowl game you have enough you will they have enough on that offensive line to get to that level i think they do but i want to see because 
I hate bringing this guy up because he annoys the heck out of me and everyone treats him like he's some sort of prodigal son. But I thought it was really funny the other day. I, I'm sure many of you guys know who Big Game Boomer is on twi- uh, Twitter. He's a guy that makes all those Excel spreadsheet uh, graphics with his top 25 this and, you know, the best burger places in every town and the top coaches and cop secondary, co- all that kind of nonsense, right? But he put out, I thought this was interesting, the top offensive line groups in America. And I don't know what his thing is with BC. He likes BC. You could see it in some of his things that he does. But he put BC in his top 25. That would be crazy. You you should build a, a, a monument to Matt Applebaum if that unit gets that good. Because that would... Going from the dead... Dead last. That offensive line last year was the worst in the country. There's no way you can get around that. You look at all the statistics, the numbers, everything. It was dead last. To the top 25, that's crazy. I don't I don't expect them to be that high, and I don't think they need to. But as I've said before, when you have mahogany next to younger guys, you're bringing in a talented dude who knows what he's doing. When you bring in Kyle Hergel, and I saw a great tweet about him yesterday that really saying that this guy is going to be something special. He's an athletic freak. He's the strongest guy on the team. Um, The guy that was was talking about him was a scout, and he was saying, you know, he's so impressive at the first level, so the first initial, uh, initial block. And then additionally, when he gets that second level, he's still going. So you now have elite guards, potentially elite guards, and, and there's question marks about both. How will Hergel transfer, translate to power five? How will Mahogany deal with his knee injury? He's all American already preseason, but you add in those anchors next to an Aussie Trapillo, next to a Logan Taylor, two young studs that were four stars that are looking to take that next step, along with Drew Kendall too, three young four stars. You're hoping that you can take that next step. Now, heading into camp too, there's that last question. Injuries. We've had injuries every year. It's just part of football. It's what happens. But Jeff Halfley has talked about how deep this offensive line is because he's brought in, you know, guys last year that are, were forced to play. So you'll have the Jack Conleys, you'll have the Jude Bowery's and the um, Dwayne Alex and Jackson Nesses ready to play Kevin Klein. Will they be good enough if there's an injury? That's the other question. We've seen Jack Connolly struggle for years. We've seen Dwayne Alec, you know, he didn't have a good year last year, but will he be able to learn from that and take that next step? And Jude Bowery, we haven't seen, we've only seen a taste of what he can do. Dude put on, I think he's like 320 now. He is, he is at the level that the, the weight you want him to be at. Will he be able to jump in if you need him to? So I think that's the kind of conglomeration of this one big question mark. The offensive line will be better. It's got, it has to be. There's no way that this, there is no way this offensive line will be as bad as it was last year. But it, it how much better will it be? That's going to be a burning question. And I know the staff feels really good about it, but show me, show me how they do. And we will see what they can do against NIU in that season premiere. Now, in a moment, I want to get into my second question, which is just a big giant question mark because, hey, I don't know what they could do. Now, let's also talk about eBay. 
For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the parts that will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Locked on BCAJ Black. We're talking about the big question marks heading into summer camp. You know, we're going to start seeing the players getting back on campus soon. We're going to get, um, you know, the coaches are going to start rolling out the game plans for all the, for the additional units, all the things that are going on and working on all the fundamentals and technique that they need to be ready for the 2023 season. And we're looking at those burning questions. And the first one we talked about was the offensive line. I want to get into now the secondary because they're, they're just a big question mark. There is so much change that has happened to this unit. It is logical to wonder how this is all going to kind of part, you know, kind of end up. Well, how the cards are going to, you know, unveil themselves in the secondary. So go kind of reviewing for some, <clears throat> for some folks that don't live and breathe BC news, Josh DeBerry left in the transfer portal. He's at Texas A&M now. C.J. Burton also left both two, two of BC's cor- starting cornerbacks in the last couple of years. He is off to Charlotte to join his former high school coach, Biff uh, Pogi, uh, who has quite a few St. Francis guys there. So you lost those two guys. Jason Matry, he is off to Wisconsin. He was a safety slash cornerback. He did a lot for BC last year. And you also had Jaden Lars Woodbay or Jaden Woodbay go to uh, the NFL. He is with the Rams, I believe. So you have a lot of up in the air. And then you bring in all these transfers. So you bring in Victor Nelson Jr. from LIU, a safety. You bring in Alex Washington, also a cornerback from Harvard, kid from Alabama. You also, and then the third secondary uh, piece that you brought in was Kari Johnson from Arkansas. So you did establish some new names in there. And what I liked about what Halfley did in the transfer portal for the secondary unit is that he didn't just stick with guys that play power five football. And I think that is an underrated uh, technique to use. Look at Jared verse at, at um, Florida state. He played at Albany. There's other guys throughout the country, you know, whether it was Trey Barry, I know he got hurt, but there's other guys that have come through that played at FCS schools that were really good at FCS schools and deserve that promotion. And BC did it with two guys. Victor Nelson Jr. was a ball hawk for LIU. He is 6'3", he's huge. And so he, like, he has all the intangibles that you'd want, but he's more refined. He's not like a high school kid or, or even a, a power five kid that hasn't played at all. That's good. Same thing with Alex Washington. Alex Washington was all Ivy League and has a ton of interceptions. Big again, 6'3". You're bringing in some big guys there. And then Kari Johnson played a whole year in the SEC. So 
you have established guys coming into the system. Again, this is a unit I think David Hale put dead last. I get it. There's lots of question marks, but we'll, you know, this this is one I would love to wait and see. And I think that's the, why it's a question mark. It's a wait and see with this group. You have Elijah Jones. He's going to be the leader of that group. He's been around forever, and he came in big last year. The team started to target him hard at points, and he had growing pains. He had bumps, but by the end, he showed that he could be quarterback number one for the Eagles. He's going to be that leader. Then you kind of look at the rest of how the secondary looks at kind of uh, could go, and it could go a million different ways. You have Alex Washington experience, or do you go with Amari Jackson as that other, um, uh, you know, outside cornerback? Who do you put in the slot? Do you, you would it be one of them? Will it be Kari Johnson? You have a bunch of different people. You don't know where they could go. And then you have the second, and then you have the safeties on top of that. I expect Cole Batson, who came in and played quite a bit and was BC's highest rated um, defensive back to play one of the safeties. I think he's free safety. But does Victor Nelson go next to him? Do you go with one of the other kids like Jameer Bugs? Uh, Jameer Jones, excuse me, he calls him Bugs, uh, Bugs Jones. But where, where does the safeties go? And how good will this unit gel? with so many different names because you've got Amari Jackson, you've got Jalen Cheek, you've got all these different names here. They're all going to need a spot. I, I'm interested to see how good this group can get. Um, and I, I, I look at this group and I, there's going to be question marks, but they're going to be different than last year. But how, how different will it be? Because you have, when you look at the size differences between a Jason Matry and a uh, Josh DeBerry versus a Victor Nelson or an Alex Washington or even Elijah Jones, the secondary they have now are, are bigger. They're bigger guys. And Halfley, when he was on our show, talked about he does that by he, – he would prefer that. Like he wants guys with talent, but he wants guys that are taller too. Like got, It's an added bonus when you can get both. So for me, I'm very interested to see where this unit goes. Who ends up coming to the top? Who earns the starter snaps? Who are more of the rotational guys? And where the um, the sec- especially that second safety spot goes? I get a feeling it will be Victor Nelson Jr. Uh, but I, I I think this is a good one to watch out for. Now, in our final segment, my biggest question mark is with the staff. There's a lot of changes that are going on there. And there's a lot of question marks about where this program is going. I will get into my questions about that in just a moment. This is Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. And I want to get into the, the our last burning question. But before I do, I want to thank each and every one of you out there that have made listening to Locked on BC your first listen every morning. And if you're an everydayer, if you are someone like football fans who are in the comment section questioning me right now, if you are one of those guys, thank you so much. And if you are not and you want to, we're going to be going every five days a week starting on August 1st. Once camp starts, we're going nonstop until May. So hopefully you subscribe We're on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And we'd love to see you as part of our group. Now, our final question, Mark. This is the biggest one. And this kind of oversees the entire um, operations at Boston College, and it's the staff. D- There's a bunch of questions that go along with the staff that I want to kind of get into right now. First of all, 
the biggest question is, did Jeff Halfley do enough this offseason to get this team ready for 2023? Did he did he go out and hit the transfer portal hard enough at key positions? You know, there's quite there's you know different positions where, where you're looking. I'm like, oh, maybe they could have done another transfer there. Maybe at linebacker. Maybe we're missing a linebacker that could have helped, or a tight end. You know, George Takis played beat up all last year, and they really didn't have anyone behind him. Will that be an, a, a big question mark? Well, you know, did they get enough at wide receiver? Ryan O'Keefe is he going to be enough? These are all different question marks about the uh, overall um, depth of this program. Now the staff, as I've said, when you talk to them, they, they feel they, they are very confident about the, st- the, the depth of this program, but we've seen it twice now in two years, right? We saw it in 2021 with quarterbacks. They didn't have the depth there. And last year was a major issue at offensive line. Will there be a, a Achilles heel that we're not seeing right now that pokes its ugly head that downs this team? And so that's going to be a big question mark. Will there be like a a mag- a mystery injury that we're not knowing about that all of a sudden like, oh man, they're down at defensive tackle. That's the kind of stuff that I'm looking at. And then just the overall game plan. Will this coaching staff, if they have what they need, be able to execute and bring this team to the next level. Because when, again, when I, when you look at the schedule, when you look at who Boston college has to play this year, it is set up for success. And you have four new coordinators, which is crazy. I don't, I, I I've seen some schools that have, you know, co-coordinators or the head coach is a co-coordinator, whatever, but you have two on offense with Steve Shimko and Rob Chizinski and two on defense with, uh, I almost said Tim Lokabu. It's Abdul over him and Sean Duggan. How is that going to work out? How is that going to to show showcase itself and work out in terms of camp, practice, and in games? Is that going to be effective? I I, I sometimes I think to myself, you know, that saying that there's too many chefs in the kitchen, that can be a bad thing, right? Like if you're making a recipe and you have too many chefs, it ends up being bad, right? Is, is four coaches coordinating two positions too much? You know, I don't think we're going to get to see a lot of this. Remember, camp and practice is pretty much closed to the media. It's closed to the public. You know, they, they're one of those programs that doesn't want anyone to see anything. But as we progress through camp, are we going to hear anything about, you know, there's disagreements between staff, anything like that? Because I think there will be growing pains and and changes when you have four coordinators instead of two. And I'd love to hear, and I'm really interested, and we'll get to, you know, when I get to get to practice in, in a couple of weeks, I want to hear specifically from Jeff what the, what the different, how he delineates who's doing what, right? Is one the play caller? Is one, you know, I don't, I don't even know how they're going to be able to do that. You know, who, who's who's calling in the plays, who's who designing the, the I, I think I've heard for offense, one's designing the, the the offensive scheme and then the other one is doing play calling. I don't know. I want to hear all of that. That's a burning question, right? We want to know how these four coaches are going to um, change the, the, the game plan for this year because it didn't work last year. It didn't work. And on top of those four court coaches and Jeff Athley, you get Matt Applebaum back. And this kind of goes back to our first segment when I talked about 
that offensive line, it's going to be a big thing that he is going to have to fix. How much can Applebaum fix some of the issues? Because it, uh, yes, it was talent. And sometimes it was communication because some of those guys were just thrown in there and they didn't know what to do. And they got, you know, bulldozed and, you know, stunted all over the place. But now that you got the guys in place, will he be able to work on the communication, work on the scheme, work on the technique so that guys aren't stunting and killing Emmett Moorhead and doing things like that? That's a big question because you've got to fix that and that'll help get the running game going. So there's a lot of questions on terms of how this coaching staff is kind of moving forward. And I think that's going to be the, the, the big questions for this team. Those are my big three. Now you may have other ones. You can throw them in the comment section too. You could also, I mean, you could go with, the, the growth of Emmett Moorhead, you know, how are the linebackers going to look Could Is the running game going to get back going? These are all like questions you can look at, but these were the three big ones for me. Hit me up in the comment section. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say as well. And make sure you like, and subscribe to our podcast. If you really like some of the content I'm giving you right now on Eagle insider, it's up until the end of the week. We have a 50% off uh, subscriber sale. Become an become an Eagle Insider right now. Right now, we're doing a lot of recruiting, but I'm doing a lot of camp talk. I'm going to have camp exclusives. <clears throat> Mitch, during the season, is going to do game film, all that good stuff. You can get in for the entire year, 12 months, for 51 bucks. I think it is. I think it's $51. Sign up today. Get your year pass. Become a VIP. It's well worth it. We'll be back again on Monday as we get ready for ACC Media Days. Hopefully, this will be some real interesting discussions about the future of this conference, Jim Phillips, and where Boston College is at. We're going to get to hear from all Jeff Halfley, Emmett Moorhead, and Donovan Azaraku. So there's going to be some good stuff that's coming up next week, and it's it's really the start of college football this season. So we'll be there to talk all about it. Thank you all so much, and have a great weekend. We'll see you again soon. Take care.